Go. So we've been doing this this podcast thing, movie reviews and all that stuff. We've been doing it for you know around five years now. And um, there's been multiple occasions where you have brought up um, instances of uh, sexual abuse, uh, mainly pedophilia in Hollywood. Uh you know, uh, which we'll, we will get into eventually, um, um, many of these incidents. But one of the main things that you talked about was uh, people that were involved with Nickelodeon and things like that. It isn't just me. I mean, you were talking about it too. Yeah, there's things I've read here and there, and then they end up disappearing. And then you have like the Brian Singer thing that pops up near when Days of Future Past came out and things like that. And uh, what I noticed was that, what we both noticed is that you have all these incidents where these situations of uh, sexual abuse, whether it be towards children or women in Hollywood, mainly women and children in Hollywood, um, that it always, it's a lot of times it, it'll appear for a moment and then it completely disappears and no one talks about it ever again. And over all these years, it seems like that it's not going to change. Um, Anytime that a big situation happens, like, you know, right now it's the Harvey Weinstein thing and you have, you know, other little incidents here and there that pop up, but then what happens, they always end up, it might might be a big situation for a moment, but then eventually it ends up dying down. And the reason why is this, the people that make the money in Hollywood, they don't care about what's happening to people. They don't care about... The, the, the people being damaged for life because of this. They care about making the money. There's always someone to replace the damaged people. Yeah, and there's that as well. So um, there's a system that has been treating people for a certain way for a very long time, and it's been allowing um, these these vultures, these predators to come in and just do what they want under the radar. And if they if they do stick out of the radar for a little bit, they find some way to, you know, like uh, to Catholic church it up. You know what I mean? And, and get get out of it or something. It, and I think what really brought it to a head for me was when uh, earlier this year when we went and saw Split, which I think came out at uh, either the end of January or early February. And uh, there was that scene with uh, the little girl, the main character, and uh, when she was doing the flashback where she went hunting with her with her father and her uncle – and her uncle wanted to play naked animals while the father was asleep. Right. And even though they didn't show anything, enough was implied in that scene that you knew what happened. And the whole time it made me feel really uneasy and uncomfortable. And I have reasons for that. There's things that, that hit that kind of hits close to home for me because of things that have that have happened in my family. Um and it just reminded me of that these people they use fear to keep people silent. And people don't want to talk about this shit. People, look, when when I'm talking about this stuff right now, I, I feel I feel uncomfortable and I feel uneasy about it because no one wants to acknowledge that it exists and it does exist. It happens all the fucking time, and everyone's afraid to deal with it. and And that's why it happens way more than it should, or way. I'm sorry, it happens way more than it does. Not then it should, because it should never fucking happen. But um, people allow this shit to happen because they don't speak up about it. And I think one of uh, one of the other reasons why I've been so reluctant for so long to even speak out about all this is because I love movies, and and movies are my fantasy world. And to even try to think that that someone that I might be a fan of or a company that makes movies that I'm a fan of could be 
have their hand in one way or another in, in, in things like, you know, um, sexually exploiting um, child actors or, you know, treating female, act, you know, female actresses, you know, like, like shit, you know, or even, even behind the camera, you know, other, other instances. It, it you know, it, it's, it's unfathomable to, to, to think that, you know. It's monumentally naive on your end to think that it never happens. Well, has never happened. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't think it never happens. I, I think that um, there's that that side of me, I, like most people, they don't want to believe that it exists. Just for example, and we'll get into this a long time later on. But just for example, for me, Michael Jackson. There's a lot of evidence about Michael Jackson that he did. He, he was probably a, probably a pervert. But why don't you just say the word? Uh, or well, fine, but probably a pedophile, or at least deeply disturbed in one way or another. He's a pedophile. So. There has been a part of me for a very long time that that doesn't want to accept the fact that, and I'm, there's still a denial aspect of it. Because, Why? Because I was such a huge fan of of him growing up. I'm still a fan of his, you know, and and I, I try to be, I try to because I'm such so, I've been such a fan of his for so long that I try to take like him into account, like his words, you know, and, and, and his defenses about it and, and, you know, try to give him the benefit of the doubt. And, and what if he's just being exploited by parents trying to, you know, make money off of him or using their kids and things like that. And, and, and still to this day, it's like, I, 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 I partially dismiss the Michael Jackson thing. And, um, and I know there's a part of me that feels wrong about that, you know, cause I don't want to let go of the fact that someone that I, have admired my whole, you know, most of my life because of his work ethic and and and, and all the, the the entertainment value that he's he's you know brought upon us, you know, and part of my childhood, you know, in a way of of cult, pop culture and all that stuff. It, so to to accept that as something else, it's like uh, it's almost unfathomable, you know. Which you said, but I want to go back to this for just a brief second. Uh. So you let you let your judgment be clouded by a man that. You don't know personally, you're a fan of, right? Regardless of all the, the evidence against him. You do know that I was saying this, that I was going to, I mean, Michael Jackson was going to be an issue later. I, I just. Regardless of all the evidence against him or anything else, uh-huh. you allowed your cl- judgment to be clouded because of your admiration for him. Yeah. Interesting. Which um, I think most people do. Most people would probably do to a more extreme degree than I do. Um, you know, because you have crazy fans. You have, you know, that's what the term fan comes from is the word fanatic. So, um, and that's what I think a lot of people do. That That's my example with Michael Jackson. But I'm pretty sure that most people with a lot of celebrities and other things don't want to admit that, that the people that they respect or look up to or, or follow... Um, that they are capable of things like this. Um, like say even Roman Polanski, there might be all these, there's all these people in Hollywood that love Roman Polanski and they're, they're not, they don't want to accept the things that he's done that, you know, no, it's not a big deal. And they blow it off and they try to give you reason this and reason that. And, and that's why I want to do this is because everyone, no one wants to talk about it. People want to just leave it alone. And like right now, Harvey Weinstein, look, we both admit the guy is definitely a piece of shit because of what's been put out about him. I mean, it's 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 past the Bill Cosby thing where there's so much shit that's come out, you know that it's got to be true. So, hold on, you're still wrong. So, <laughs> so, god damn it. 
So what it boils down to is this. When we were in that parking lot and I was talking about that scene and how uncomfortable it made me in Split, um, I had the idea of of compel. I think before we had talked about maybe doing something talking about this and bring, you know, because no one ever talks about it. And we have. But I think when the idea of compelled, actually calling it compelled and, and we need to do this, it became more realistic to me. And it felt like I, I, I wanted to do this. And it, it's taken a while. I mean, Split came out like nine months ago or so. But Well, I... Sorry to interrupt. Because they had life issues. I had life issues and all this other stuff. So, it, you know, things keep hitting the back burner and stuff like that. So, but that's why I, I but for some reason, it feel, I feel like myself, and you, you, you were passionate about this as well, because you're fucking, you're reading about other people, and you're getting pissed off about people too. And Right, but I, again, I'm pretty confident that we had this discussion before Split. I mean, we were more adamant about the doing this i think i want to split but i'm pretty sure that we started talking about this a year ago well i know we talked about because the, of the brian singer thing the brian singer thing and the um the blunden thing and you know and the, oh yeah fucking dan schneider dan schneider i think is the first thing you brought up to me years ago so yeah. i think that was that might even even have been before brian singer yeah that was that's that was the seed of yeah, the seed of, of evil. This, yeah, the seed of the compelled. <laughs> the seed thing. of compelled. Yeah. So that's that's what we're calling. I I I when we were talking in that parking lot about the movie, I and I was talking about you know we should do this. I I I feel compelled to do this, and that's why I instantly came up with that word for the show is right. compelled, and which I thought was a great great title. Yeah. Thank you. And. And you know what? I don't want this to disappear. I don't want this shit to go under the radar. I, you know, people need to keep talking about this because if you keep talking about it, then it gets faced. It doesn't get ignored and swept under the rug like a lot of defrocked priests and shit like that, you know, or free, or even priests that haven't been defrocked. So, this is Mike and I doing compelled, and we're going to continue to do this as long as there are articles that we can find. That well, fuck, they're all over the place, right? So, um, all you have to do is look. People are just scared to look because they don't want to. Right now, it's popular to do the Harvey Weinstein thing, and that's why we're starting off doing Harvey Weinstein. But what about when this thing goes under the fucking under the rug eventually? You know, will it? Yes. <laughs> so that's always a, a scary thing. So um, let's get into Harvey Weinstein, man. Well, I think a couple of things need to be said first and foremost. This isn't just about Harvey Weinstein. No, this is the system. Movies, music, sports, any system. Yeah. It doesn't matter. The auto industry. The auto industry is one of the worst. Ooh, yeah. When, as Joe has already said, and I'm not going to last too long on this because we need to get into it. When Joe brought this up for Split, this all came about because we were reading um, a blog called Crazy Days and Nights. And all of a sudden... The Crazy Days and Nights blog gets debunked. Uh-huh. Oh, it's full of shit. It's just rumors and people that have a fucking agenda. But months prior to that, when people were doing investigations into Crazy Days and Nights, they found out that it's run by an entertainment lawyer who has deep-rooted connections. Uh-huh. So, And that's where the Dan Schneider um, stuff came about. And that's where uh, the Robert Downey Jr. stuff came about and a whole bunch of other things. Yeah, This... The, the 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 popular word of the of the day for Hollywood is systemic problem. 
everybody's using that word systemic problem. Like PTSD. Yeah. Instead of you actually having a, so you got fucked up from war, you, they just label you and then they, okay, move on down the line. Yeah, you have, you have uh, sexual harassment PTSD, and that's bullshit. So I don't know about you. I know about me. Everybody has at one point been sexually harassed, but we need to fucking define what sexual harassment is. So <laughs> we're going to define that 100% I, right now. My, I have been... Uh, I the only way I've been well, you know what I I've not, I don't I don't recall I don't recall ever being sexually harassed. I do remember one time being flirted with by a an an elderly gentleman at a at a rest home. <laughs> My son was doing a um a field trip there where they were singing to all the um, elderly people at the retirement home, and this old man in a wheelchair. Um, kept flirting with me and talking to me about how my my arms and and how how good I look in my clothes and things like that. And it just gave me the blushes. He didn't like try to grab my ass or anything like that. So I don't. It wasn't sexual harassment. That's not sexual harassment. Yeah, that's, that's just, just weird. Yeah, it was just it, it gave me it made me feel. I was flattered, but I felt creeped out at the same time. So it, it was it was funny to me. So I I don't think I've ever if I if I were I don't think I've ever had been sexually harassed. I don't think so. I guess if you have, you would know, or you hide it. <laughs> yeah, you hide I, it. You I, know, you I think most people repress most, it. They say that every woman. I don't know. Sexual harassment is bullying or or coer- coercion of sexual nature, or unwelcome or inappropriate promises of rewards in exchange for sexual favors. Okay. Do you want me to give you a quick example of how I know that women do experience sexual harassment all the no. time? No. I just started lift driving, and my first my first ride that I ever did was a lady in an area where I live, and I picked her up, and she only wanted me to take her one block. Okay. And be, you know why? And I figured no. it out why. Because in that one block she would have had to have walked, she probably would have been hit on and harassed at least three times on the way there. Okay, that's time. not sexual harassment. That's harassment. I'm just, what I'm saying is, well, no, because you know what the dudes are going to be trying to do. So what I'm trying to say is, it's real and it's scary for women out there. It is. So, yeah, I, you know, most of the rides that I've given so far were women wanting just to go a, like a mile or less home from work. Yeah. Because they don't want to walk at night. The idea of a definition for sexual harassment being so vague and blanket statement-like, yeah, I find to be bullshit. What I don't find to be bullshit is the fact that Every woman seems to now think that all males sexually harass them. It's, look, it, it's mental and physical abuse. Yeah. Okay? That's what it is. That's what it comes down to. It's also contextual. It's, uh, it has to be in the context of how that person truly felt. Not, not no, 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 no. No. It's mental and physical abuse related to a sexual origin. You can't blanket statement all this. Because you blanket statement anything as, and I'm not saying that you're doing this, saying that this is how the United States defines it. When you blanket statement something as fucking severe as sexual harassment, by me going up to a a woman that I work with and saying, oh, wow, your your hair is really nice today. Yeah. That can be considered sexual harassment. Oh, that's bullshit. That's the definition. It's because you look very nice today. Because if she takes offense to it. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You look very nice today. And trust me, there are women out there that want that to happen. Okay? 
and they view it, and it's not everybody. It's, there are just a few. No, oh, yeah, there's there's opportunists out there that uh, that one hundred percent believe in in taking advantage of of this blanket statement of sexual yeah, harassment. But the, the compelled thing is not. I mean, you know what? It's worth talking about because there are other sides to the coin, right? So the main thing is about the real real harassment that's going on. Right. And the real abuse that's going on. Correct. And this is this is not about, uh, you know. But we don't want, me and you both don't want to just put it out there and say that everyone's being sexualized and treated like shit because some people are attention seekers. Some people are vengeful for other reasons and they're willing to do to get as nasty as possible to get their way. So it's worth mentioning that there, you know, not everyone is, is, is a victim, not everyone, but there are a shitload of victims. Yeah, for sure. So getting on to Harvey Weinstein, one of the difficulties in understanding sexual harassment is that it involves a range of behaviors and Harvey Weinstein's behavior was that of a a private predatory harasser. Yeah. He got sexual thrills from humiliating others. Uh, he, he engages in harassing behavior as an ego boost. Um, he's a piece of shit. That's what it comes down to. Oh, yeah. He totally exploited his position of power, which is the epitome of a, of a sexual harasser. But my problem with some of this is things like People Magazine. <laughs> yeah. People Magazine did this thing, 58 people in Hollywood respond. It wasn't even respond. It was literally... Talk about the Harvey Weinstein thing. It could be a fucking tweet. It could be Sarah Silverman sending a tweet. All of the people who have spoken out against Harvey Weinstein, there was 58 of them. You know what? This is what fucking, this is, this is what Molly Ringwald said. I never knew who, Har- I, I never really dealt with Harvey Weinstein. I dealt with him once and that was it. And I refused to work with him again. There was no reason why she didn't like him or whatever. She didn't say that he sexually harassed her mm-hmm. or anything else like that. She just felt uncomfortable being around him. Yeah. Fine. And then you have Skeet Allrich. Skeet Allrich comes and says, oh, I was sexually harassed, but I won't say who it was. Jennifer Lawrence. I was sexually harassed by a producer, but I won't say who it was. Yeah. She, why, why? This is the problem. They're jumping onto a train, but they're not... You need to, these people need to start, the biggest problem that I have mm-hmm. is giving credit where no credit is due. Yeah. And everybody gives Ashley Judd the credit for coming out. Oh, Ashley Judd, she's the one. Uh-uh. No, she wasn't. Rose McGowan was the one. Yeah. Rose McGowan, if you followed Rose McGowan, and I have, and I thought I had her on my friends list, but apparently I didn't, or I, or somehow, I don't know if I unfollowed her or whatever. It doesn't you better matter. get back on that. I I did. Um, but I, I had her in my, my, um, my feed for the longest time. Then it just went away. Uh-huh. Well, since I've had her in my feed and I don't know how long it was, it's been a couple of years, three years, four years, maybe. Yeah. And it's always been her railing about Hollywood and she couldn't say much, but she did say enough. Yeah. And she has always been that way. Fuck Hollywood. Fuck the system. It's full of predators and snakes and piece of shit businessmen who do nothing but treat women like shit. And if you notice, you haven't seen her in very many things, have you? Exactly. And that there's a reason for that. And yeah. It, that, and that's and that that stems that's that shows you how afraid a lot of people are to say anything 
regardless of right or wrong. A lot of people are afraid to say anything because they don't want to lose their jobs. It's perceived power and it's bullshit. Yeah. You have a fucking title, so now you're better than somebody else. So so finally it came out, and, and Rose McGowan was the, f- was the first that I read about. Yeah. That she was paid a hundred grand by Harvey Weinstein and that she she fucking she played this game for almost twenty years until until this day could come. And now we're seeing the downfall of Har- Harvey Weinstein. And in conspiracy theories aside, okay, Bob Weinstein and it doesn't you can't know everything about everyone. Yeah. Because some people act a certain way in front of certain people. Correct. But, Trust me, my ex-wife, she acted like Supermom in front of the public. But then at home and in other places, no, not Supermom. Yeah. Bob Bob lives in Los Angeles. Harvey lives in L.A. So it's kind of difficult to know what your brother's doing day in and out. He knew of the transgressions. He mm-hmm. knew of the cheating, and he told Bob to knock it off and get his fucking shit together. Yeah. But he didn't know everything. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon... Now, these guys live their own lives and stuff like that. And for anybody to say, you knew, you all knew what was going on. Yeah, they all knew what was going on. But they didn't know to the extent. That's when you hear rumors, you can't fucking just sit there and go, oh, that must be true. Yeah. Unless you you see it firsthand or deal with it firsthand. Yeah. Oh, that must be true. This person's a piece of shit. Well, you you don't know that until until you see it or, or you're dealing with people. Now- that's not to say that the people that they were weren't dealing with, the Gwyneth Paltrow's, the Rose McGowan's, the Ashley Judds, you know, all these people that have been harassed at one point, Kate Beckinsale, mm-hmm. Cara Delevingne. You you, if you don't take their word for it, then you're just as bad, you know. Yeah, the the look, these people are they're coming out and they're actually saying the incidents that have, that happened. Yeah. Okay. What I have a not pro- all of them are well, that, and that's what I'm getting leading into is, I have a problem with these people that right now it's it's trendy to um, rail on Harvey Weinstein because he's the it man at the moment, right? right? Well, guess what? If you come around and you say, "Oh yeah, this some something similar happened to me in Hollywood," but I'm not going to say who it is. Yeah, I won't say who it well, is. Well, then you shouldn't say anything at all. Right? You're a fucking coward. Shut your fucking mouth. Right? Because Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. And then, dude, I look. I don't look. I, 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 I'm not in Corey Feldman's shoes, but when he, even when he said, "There's powerful people out there that I can't speak against." Look, I give him props for speaking up when no one else was speaking up. But you need to need to start fucking naming names. But name fucking dude, you're not doing fucking Oscar worthy shit, dude. You're right. not even, I don't even know if you're doing straight to video shit anymore, dude. Speak the fuck up, okay? You, you had enough balls to say it's happening, so just finish that fucking last little part, man. And fucking nail these pieces of shit. Yeah, that's exactly what needs to happen. Otherwise, no matter what, you're a fucking coward. It's fear. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's fear of losing their money and their perceived power, quote unquote, their their perceived power. And look, look, I'm not perfect, and I I don't know what it's like to be in these shoes of the people that are victims here. I I don't know what it's like. And all the pressure and all that shit, I don't know it. But it's still... If you're gonna have if you're gonna have enough balls to speak up that it's happening, go all the way, man. Go all the fucking way and try to end this shit. Yeah, you know, please. There's there's people in power. Oh my god. That's I mean, otherwise you just sound, otherwise you just sound like a conspiracy theorist saying, yeah. oh, there's UFOs and there's fucking you know there's fucking fluoride in the fucking jet streams up in the fucking sky. No, dude, fucking. W- 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 how do you know who's doing it? 
Tell me. Oh, well, I can't. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Art Bell. <laughs> Fucking shit, man. Please. So, yeah. Um, but I, I give I give 100% credit to Rose McGowan for, for bringing this up and having brought this up and, and continually bringing this up. Even though she she has she has no she has no false perceptions of power. Yeah, you can always make money. Okay, so you can't be an actor, and that's the thing. It's it's just like the auto industry. It's fucking heroin, you know. Not literally. It's yeah. it's the same feeling. You get this high. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, I just made twenty million dollars this film. You know. But but what about all this other stuff? Oh, but the, the money more than makes up for it. Yeah. You know. Well, when it comes right down to it. And Kevin Smith said this on his podcast that he is completely ashamed about because Harvey Weinstein, as he says, financed the first 14 to 20 years of his career. Yeah. And now all of this shit is coming out and he's like, I champion Harvey and, and, you know, best friends and this and that and the other thing. And, and this comes out and I'm fucking ashamed. So what I'm going to do is every cent that I have made. Not have made that I'm that I'm all my residuals from this point forward mm-hmm. will go to um, women in Hollywood. I think it is. Uh-huh. And if that doesn't happen, you know, someone said, "Oh, he must make like two thousand dollars a month." So, you know, and if the, if the Weinstein company goes down and he doesn't get his residuals, which is bullshit, he's going to get his residuals. It's just conjecture, dude. Every time a DVD sells, every time a movie gets streamed, it, every time it, it goes shows through on TV. SAG. Yeah, hey, look, <laughs> it's not every time. No, no, it's not every time it shows on TV. It's purchased in a package. Okay. And X amount of times that it shows. And they tell you, okay, we're going to show this 10 times well, this month. They're still showing Jay and Silent Bob <clears throat> on FX. Yes, I know. <laughs> but still, they had to buy a package. That's fine. Regardless, the ins and out of Hollywood. Um, all of his residuals from every Weinstein movie is going to... Uh, women in Hollywood to empower women in Hollywood. You know, directors and actresses, and I think I call them actors, not actresses. Look, things like that. Hold on a second. Okay. And and I think he said. I I want to think he's. I want to believe he said this, but I think it's all conjecture. That um, even if the Weinstein company goes out of business and there are no more sales of the Jay and Silent Bob DVDs or any of the any of the Miramax yeah. Dimension films or whatever else DVDs are, uh, through um, through Kevin Smith, that he's going to donate X amount of money, like a minimum of $2,000 per month to this for the rest of his life. And that, you know what? And that's admirable. It, it is. Um, look, though, it's good that he, he came out and said that. But another thing for me is this. It's not his fault that Harvey Weinstein's a piece of shit. So him donating anything is, 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 like I said, it's admirable, but he's not obligated to have to give money away because no, he's of, not. you know, he, look, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take Kevin Smith at, you know, at face value and I'll say, look, when he made these movies, he didn't know what the fuck was going on with, with, with Weinstein. He was out there to make movies cause he loves to make movies. So why should he have to fucking give up his money because of what this piece of shit did? So it is admirable, but I don't think he should give away all of his fucking residuals coming because up. his career is linked to Harvey Weinstein. I, you know, I, you know what? Still, I, it, it's admirable. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you know, it'd be one thing if you were if you were worm tongue and you were seeing everything that Saruman was doing. You know, building all the fucking orcai and sending them out to kill fucking hundreds of millions of fucking you know people of Middle Earth and shit. Okay, 
but you're Kevin Smith. You're just making fucking movies. Okay. So anyway, no fucking movies worth this. Like my entire career. Fuck it. Take it. It's wrapped up in something really fucking horrible. You know what? I look at he's, me. He's not looking for sympathy. I know it's not my fault, but I didn't fucking help because I sat out there talking about this man like he was a hero, like he was my friend and he was my father and shit like that. And he changed my life. I sh- and I showed other people like you can dream and you can make this stuff and this man will put it out. I was singing praises of somebody that I didn't fucking know. I didn't know the man that they kept talking about in the press. Clearly he exists, but that man never showed himself to me. It all hurts and it didn't happen to me, but it all hurts. Um, his Weinstein's wife is divorcing him. Yeah. Oh, the Lindsay Lohan thing. She fucking, she, oh my God. There that is, is just horrendous. There's a lot of things to talk about the Harvey Weinstein thing, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus, it's it's so crazy. You I'm have a- you have fucking Lindsay Lohan defending him. Yeah. And when yeah, here it is. Smith says he will get $2,000 per month to the organization for the rest of his life. That feels like a start. Hopefully that goes to two people that can make shit without having to deal with some fucking animal saying, "Here's the price." So, uh, you know, that's it's it's completely admirable and, you know, he's not giving away all of his money. Yeah. But he's He's helping. He's 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 doing something that no one else is doing. Yeah, you know. But here here's the other thing, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, oh, Harvey Weinstein's wife needs to back him up and stand up, and you know, and and then of course she's not. Fuck him because he's a cheating piece of shit. Dude, have you seen what his wife looks like? She's fucking gorgeous. I don't care. Well, no, what I'm trying to say is. You have a wife that fucking gorgeous, and you still need Phil. He doesn't care, Joe. I, can you let me just? That's what I'm trying. I'm trying to to show what kind of fucking guy he is. Right, but you. He has a wife that fucking gorgeous, and he still feels the need to to treat women like that in Hollywood. So I don't feel any sympathy for him at all. None. Why don't you take the he has a wife that's that fucking gorgeous out of it and say he has a wife? Who cares how beautiful or not beautiful she is? He has a wife. And children, female children. Yeah, doesn't give a shit about them. Well, he doesn't give a shit enough of a shit about he them. He doesn't give a shit about anybody, Joe. Do you, um, did you read the uh, Bob Weinstein thing? Yeah, it was something of, uh, from uh, some kind of harassment from the past. I read. I read an article today. Yes. <sighs> I don't care about Bob Weinstein's net worth. <laughs> Gives a fuck about that bullshit. You notice that half the people you type up, it, their net worth fucking pops up in. You know, half the searches. Goddamn bullshit. That means that a shitload of people look up the net worth of celebrities and and things like that. Yeah. How much is Tom Hanks worth, Mike? I don't care. Yeah, by TV showrunner. That's not what... The Mist executive producer showrunner Amanda Siegel says the Weinstein Company co-founder sexually harassed her, which is Bob, during production of the Spike TV series, Siegel's allegations reported by her sister publication and later denied by Weinstein's lawyer, Burt Fields, said the alleged harassment began in summer of 2016, continued on and off for about three months until Siegel's lawyer told TWC executives that she wouldn't leave the show if he did She would leave the show. A variety story about Bob Weinstein is riddled with false and misleading asser- assertions by Miss Siegel, and we have the emails to prove it. But even if you believe what she says, it says... It contains not a hint of any inappropriate touching or even any request for such touching. There is no way in the world that Bob Weinstein is guilty of sexual harassment. And even if you believed what this person asserts, there is no way it would amount to that. That's actually more. I mean, that's that's a lawyer saying that. And yeah. Usually they say no comment. 
TWC earlier said in the statement, Bob Weinstein had dinner with Miss Siegel. He denies any claims that he behaved inappropriately at, at or after dinner. And it is most unfortunate that any such claim has been made. Um, Amanda Siegel is the victim of sexual harassment. As she eloquently put it, the word no should be enough for any woman. Unfortunately, it was not in her case. Series creator Christian Torp and Siegel were executive producers of The Mist. Bob Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, and David Glazer, or Glasser, I don't know, were executive producers of Spike Series and Stephen King. Look, I, look, a shitload of people have come up and, they, and they've said what, they, what, what has happened with Harvey with them, okay, to them. You, at the same time, if, if all these people that were speaking up about Harvey, if Bob was doing this stuff, they probably would have spoken up about Bob as well. Yeah, there's not the only there's one person that's talking about Bob. So I'm not look. I'm not going to dismiss saying he you what know about Bob? he's incapable of, of having done this because I mean look his who his brother is. But um, you know if down the road there's a shitload of allegations that pop up, I won't be surprised, and we end up calling him the Rapesteins or something. Yeah, Bob Weinstein has done nothing but vilify his brother. Is that right? Does vilify mean the? Uh, I thought vilify means. <laughs> make him a villain I think I'm wrong yeah, you know what I, vilify sounds like a bad word like yeah speak out or write in an abusive disparaging manner okay so to vilify his brother he's, he said his brother's a piece of shit he has no he has no reason to be in Hollywood he needs to be expelled from the academy he's expelled from TWC blah 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 yeah <clears throat> and he did it quick too so yeah and he, he's no he knows he knows about the inappropriate. He he knows about Bob's cheating. He didn't know about how deep it went. Yeah, the the sexual look, harassment. And look, my personal opinion on, on cheating is I fucking anyone that cheats on their spouse is it, it normally without normally if they cheat on their spouse you're a piece of shit. Uh, I understand context of certain things, situations, blah blah blah. But it's Hollywood. Okay, and people cheat all the time, whether it's right or wrong. It happens all the fucking time, especially with rich people. So, um, because rich people, a lot of them feel entitled to do whatever the fuck they want. So, I'm not. I, I'm not here to talk about all the cheaters and all the philanderers. We're here to talk about the pieces of shit who exploit people and use them for their own uh, dastardly deeds. Exactly. Um, so, you know, it, wow. I'm surprised that Harvey cheated on his wife. Yeah. No, I'm not. No right one's here. surprised that fucking people cheat on their wives in Hollywood. I guess that's Rose McGowan. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh, my God. All I want to do is just <laughs> fucking read articles. USA Today is a fucking shitbag. <laughs> uh, the brother of disgraced movie mogul Harvey Weinstein, co-founder of the company, now finds itself in a crisis. It's a waking nightmare. I want, I want him to get the justice that he deserves. That's what Bob said. Um he has barely spoken to his brother in five years. They ran separate divisions from opposite coasts. You know, um, there's rumors that Bob and Bob and Harvey Weinstein are complete assholes when it comes to working with them. Mm -hmm. But they're businessmen. Yeah, I, so that's fine. You can be an asshole, but uh, look, I've never heard. I've never heard in any. I mean, we've always heard about Harvey. Yeah, you know, and, but we've no one's ever heard about Bob being fucking inappropriate. Yeah, what about Bob? So, um, long story short is USA Today is a fucking shitty magazine. What I don't like about the, this Harvey Weinstein thing is this. To me, it feels more like, oh, all these publications, they finally have something to write about 
ad nauseum, right? right? A couple weeks ago, it was the fucking Las Vegas shooter. And then before that, it was, I don't know, what was Donald Trump tweeting about? So now they have, oh, Harvey Weinstein. So now every single time that there's another accuser or another scenario or situation that pops up that someone talks about or someone has an opinion, now it's another article where it just rehashes the same shit and then boom, boom, boom. But do they really give a fuck? No. Do, do these publications really give a shit? No, they just want to make money off of the amount of people okay. that are getting giving them hit. Excuse me. And let me let us let us both just state this for the moment here. For we're not making any money right now doing this podcast. Okay, I don't even know if this podcast, this actual compelled one, will make any money at all with advertisers or whatever. But right now, we're not making a cent on this shit. We're doing this because it needs to be done, right. and we both feel compelled to do so. You know, most people want to do a public service. You know, some people want to go. You know, protests of fucking. You know, like hatred and things like that, or, or they want to go. You know, help out at the at, at a donation shelter or something. You know, me, I, my public service is I wanted to do compelled, and so one episode is not enough. I think that we continue this as long as we can continue it for as long as we have something to talk about with it. What are you ending the show? <laughs> no, but well, I, I mean, how much more of Harvey do you want to talk about? I mean, the, the motherfucker's got so many goddamn accusers. You know. Look, in two more weeks, he's going to be up there with Bill, with with Cosby. He's he, Cosby is has far surpassed Harvey Weinstein. I said in a couple of weeks because there's always another fucking story, another another actress no, that's popping. Up. I don't think you seem to understand. I'm Bill Cosby may be America's greatest serial rapist, and I'm, that's not a joke. I know, I'm, I'm dude. I'm like half joking. Okay, I'm half joking by saying that how much the Harvey thing is getting more and more and more and more and more. I I don't. Look, Bill Cosby is fucking insane. That that all that shit with Cosby, which I, I'm pretty sure will be another episode, is insane. But I'm just saying, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if if Harvey keeps fucking more, 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 more. But that okay, who cares about the more, more, more? He, he, he's been accused of rape a couple of times. Yeah, most of the time it's just not on any level that Bill Cosby has been accused of rape. Yeah, like Bill Cosby has raped thousands of women, allegedly. I thought we weren't going to use that word. I had to. <laughs> well, tell you what, Bill and your attorneys, you can't. Nobody get, who you gives. Can't, you can't stop. Get, you try, can't shut up. You can't get why blood the fuck out of a turnip. Are you defending us? You can't get blood out of a turnip. You're the one that said allegedly. So you have to fucking give a disclaimer. My disclaimer is you can't get blood out of a turnip. So come on, bring it on. Try to sue us. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe they can get my DVD collection. Fucking yeah, okay. We're okay. <laughs> there's just way too much going on with this compel thing. Well, yeah, we because we to, there's so many directions we can go with it. So let's just stick with the Harvey thing. Right. Oh, pardon me. I I don't even know where to I don't even know where to go with this shit with the Harvey thing anymore. Look, it. <laughs> fuck. If you're part of the Me Too campaign on Facebook, great. But Me Too doesn't define it. Uh huh. You need to start defining shit. Yeah, because didn't Skeet Ulrich just say "me too"? Yeah, just just because you say that you were harassed or abused, and "me too," like I said, that's great. You're bringing awareness. You're bringing some sort of awareness. Also, though, that to me that that's opening a Pandora's box, and the Pandora's box that I see is, well, you're not saying who it is, so now fingers could be pointed at a bunch of people that aren't doing anything wrong. Right. So, no, don't fucking do that. Don't fucking bring up speculation. Say who the fuck it is. There you go. 
You know? That's what it comes down to. And if you're afraid to say who it is, then shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Don't say any. I can't say don't say anything. Just say I support you. Yeah, just exactly. Don't say I won't say who it is. Just say, just if you're too afraid because of perceived power, the perception of management, the perception of these people have control over you, Mm -hmm. then what you need to do is the the Me Too. See, it's it's difficult. Okay, fine. You're, Dude, you're just, with it, well, but it's just like putting that sticker on the back of your car that says "Support our troops." Yeah. Are you really supporting our troops? No. No, you just put a sticker on the back of your car. Yeah. Or or a flag for nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. You went on Facebook and you said, "Oh, we support the people in Haiti and in Puerto Rico and Puerto Rico." And did you give any money? No. There you go. <laughs> I I didn't. You know. Yeah. So you didn't really, you don't really. I, I just, I find, look, I, I find the Me Too thing to be disingenuous. Well, yeah, it's like people wearing a fucking. But I find this I stand with you thing disingenuous too. I find fake patriotism disingenuous. Yeah, it's I, trendy, I, dude. Everything's trendy. I, I find people that are boycotting the NFL because the, the, the players are kneeling and they feel that it's disrespecting veterans. Well, fuck you. That's what freedom is about. Yeah, and look, I don't really want to get into that shit. I don't either. Because it's stupid to me. Because the problem is is that both sides... You don't. You just said you don't want to get into it, and you're getting into I'm it. I'm talking about on any subject. Both sides end up making it so fucking blurred and stupid that it's pointless to even focus on one side or the other. So what it comes down to with Compelled is, and I have my own fucking thoughts and feelings about specific issues, so I'm going to stay away from those, like the Me Too thing or I Stand With You. If you can't, if, if you're unwilling to... To name names of people that have sexually harassed you because you're afraid it's going to affect your life. Me Too doesn't do anything. This. Or I stand by you or anything else. It's disingenuous, I think. That's my opinion. This episode and future compelled podcasts are our Me Too's. Okay. This is our our contribution to doing a Me Too. Then it's fucking disingenuous. No, no. Because we're doing this for a reason. Okay, we're gonna. Then it's not me too. No, we're we're talking about it. You, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it we're we're trying to make a contribution, and we're gonna keep doing this because guess what, man? It's just like uh, when you watch uh, all those Dick Wolf shows, right? Law and Order and everything. There's always another topic that can make into another episode. That's why those shows never fucking end because there's always another situation. No, there is never another situation. Every one of those shows is the exact same bullshit every single week, and I don't understand why people want to watch it. <laughs> But you do get what I'm saying. There's always another situation that happened. Yeah, I understand that. Okay. So, Pete and repeat. Thanks. No. It, there's always another pervert out there. There's always another predator out there. Thanks for defining that. All right. Yeah. yeah. Stop knocking Dick Wolf. That guy's got a great name. Dong, dong. Uh, anyways, it, th- this first episode is difficult because... We're not finding our groove yet, but what it comes down to is this. We're not Stella yet. Yeah. We're it. We're not on board with Harvey Weinstein, obviously. We're not on board with every piece of shit fucking celebrity that thinks that they can get away with things just because of a name or power or money or whatever else. And if you're being paid off to shut the fuck up, then maybe you need to speak up. Yeah. Maybe you need to not, not worry about that NDA and stop worrying about your petty little pathetic life and start worrying about what's the big problem. And the big problem is just as Rose McGowan did. 
Start speaking up about it and fuck those NDAs. Yeah. Fuck those people that continually try to hold power over you because of a fucking piece of paper and lawyers. Ooh, they're going to sue me. Whoopie shit. So you're afraid of losing your money? Yeah, you'll never work in this town again. Oh, my God. Oh, no. So you'll have to find a real job. You won't have to have, you can't afford that posh life with your nannies and your fucking $100,000 vehicles. And you'll have to live like the rest of us. Well, welcome to reality, bitches. That's good. I like that. That was good. And that's how I got this. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to keep doing this. And every week, we will bring out another person to talk about. Right. The next, we're, we're going to talk about Ezekiel Elliott next time. Yeah. And, he, that, and that's not a Hollywood celebrity or producer. He is absolutely a Hollywood celebrity. Well, sports celebrity. Still. <laughs> When I, okay, when I say Hollywood, I always think of actors and things like that. So, But yeah, we're going to try to do a wider range, you know, and, and whatever else. And we're going to talk about, you know, people that have been accused as well. And, you know, what if there's not proof on them? We'll talk about that too if, if, if the situation comes up, you know. The list is long and we're just starting with our single step. So, our first step is on the face of Harvey Weinstein. Sorry, I was compelled to say that. <laughs> as Mike shakes his head. Look, man, I could be somber the whole time we do this because of the subject matter, but I can't be. I, I'm not, not going to be. I'm not worried about it. We've right. gone an hour into this, and we're just repeating ourselves. Okay, well, it's our first episode, so that's fine. It'll go more smoothly down the road. So. All right. That's all I got. All right, so for Compelled, I'm me, you're you. Let's end this. Okay. All right. Watch out, pervs. <laughs> We should have we should have a closing line. <laughs>